So as a podcaster, you want to get started live streaming, but you've heard all these different rumors. You've heard it that it's expensive. You've heard that it takes too much time. You've heard that you need a team. You've heard all these varying opinions on live streaming. Well, today we are going to talk about four myths of live streaming, and I'm going to bust each and every one of those myths. So that way you can get started on your live streaming journey today. Let's go. Are you ready to tap into the power of live streaming to grow your influence and build a true community around your podcast? Then welcome to Podcasters Live with your host, Steve Worthy. In each episode, Steve and the gang unpack the best tech, simplify proven techniques, and chop it up on the latest trends you need to know to create the kind of show where your listeners want to tune in live. Sound good? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Podcasters Live, and we are going to be talking about the four myths of live streaming, and I, I want to jump right in to number one, and I think this is probably the most prevalent one, the, the one that everybody kind of thinks about top of mind, and myth number one is that running a live stream is expensive. So let me start by saying live streaming can become expensive, right? down the line but when you first start it is not expensive or it should not be expensive you should not be spending a lot of money from a live streaming standpoint the barriers to enter live streaming are pretty much non-existent if you have a facebook account you can go live in facebook if you are on linkedin you can go live on linkedin if you have an amazing iPhone or Android phone, the camera that you have on either one of those devices is top notch. So this idea about the about live streaming being expensive is strictly, strictly a myth. And here's the one thing that I want to say about it, that it can become expensive. I'm going to use a quick example. Years ago, I started playing golf. And when I started playing golf, I had zero skills about uh, about golf my swing was horrible all these different things and I went into a golf shop and I went in there with my cousin and we were looking at different clubs and I was like oh I want these clubs these clubs in this set was around six hundred dollars and he was like dude why would you buy a six hundred dollar set of clubs where you don't even know how to play the game and he was 100 percent right and so what I did was I bought a sort of a knockoff set and it was probably 150 bucks for the entire set, driver and everything included. And it was the perfect piece of kit for me to start off my journey in golf. And then guess what? As I got better, as I started to have better technique, as I started to learn a lot more about the game, I wanted to improve those aspects of my game. And part of the improvement process was gear was better equipment. However, I had to make sure that I I got the fullness out of the current piece of kit, current piece of gear, current piece of equipment before I moved on to the next level. So when we start to think about live streaming, the tendency is that we will go from I want to start a I want to start a live stream to I need to get the sure sure some seven B. I need to get a mirrorless camera. I, I need to get all this 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 amazing lighting. And that is the kiss of death 
because when you start making a massive investment up front and you're not seeing the return, meaning the audience engagement, meaning the viewers, the tendency is that you will become disenchanted with live streaming. You have to take everything in moderation. And so live streaming can become expensive over time, but at the very beginning to start, it is not expensive. You can put the money in the right pieces of kit for you. You can use your phone to go live and you can actually produce a really solid show for less than, I want to say, you know, I don't know, I'm not going to put it. I'm not going to put a dollar tag on it because I don't want you coming back and say, well, well, well you, podcasters live so that you can start, you can start a podcast for X number and Z. I don't want to do that. But I do want you to understand that this is strictly a myth. Live streaming can become expensive, but it is not expensive upfront for you to get started. I'm going to go to myth number two right now. And myth number two, it's sort of it, it, as it just did, it makes me chuckle a little bit because I hear this one a lot and um, it's, it's kind of interesting. So myth number two is that you need to hire a, a tech specialist to run um, your live stream. It's, um, I don't, I don't, that one right there, it, it kind of escapes me a little bit. Here's why, because when I start, first started doing my research into live streaming about two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago, and started doing doing live streaming, I, I didn't see a lot of people with, you know, tech specialists, um, a team, and all these different things to actually start live streaming. What I did notice was that they were producing and running their own live streams because they actually had software they actually had um you know uh tools to actually help them present things like ecamm live Streamyard, obs and all these other pieces and they were able to put on such a great live stream uh presentation that you thought you truly thought i did as well you truly thought that they had someone in the background actually helping them through this process and it's not the case you know we personally produce all our own shows. I run every one of my live streams in my studio. I don't have a secondary person. I actually run everything using Ecamm Live. So you don't need a tech specialist to help you start live streaming. What you do need, and this is critical, you need community. You need a community that is going to help you understand how to live stream properly, how to uh, test different things, how to actually create a solid run of show, how to actually present your your content and your live stream in such a way that it's engaging and that you keep the engagement factor up with your audience. And so it's not so much that you need a tech specialist. You probably need a community that's going to give you feedback or also a community where you can go in and see other like-minded individuals from a live streaming podcasting standpoint that you can kind of take bits and pieces off of and make them your own as well. So hiring a specialist is myth number two. And I just busted that myth because you don't need a specialist to run your live stream. 
Let's go to myth number three. Alrighty, myth number three. Live streaming requires professional presentation. Oh my goodness. I don't know how many people I have spoken with about this and helped them off the ledge with thinking that they need to go get a public speaking course, go to Toastmasters and all this other stuff before they actually start live streaming. Got to tell you, there isn't anything further from the truth. The essence of live streaming is that it's live, right? It, you are not a television presenter. You are not a newscaster. You are not on CNN. Um, you are not trying to present, you know, the news in or, or something in that in that fashion. You are live streaming. And the context of live streaming is that stuff happens, right? Issues happen. You fumble over your words. That happens. You get somebody in the audience that, you know, may not may disagree with you. It happens. Your audio may fall out um, and you may kick a plug and everything kind of goes down. That's that happens because it's it's live. We put too much pressure on ourselves when we go live that it has to be perfect. And I got to tell you this. This is why this myth is so important for me to help bust for you is because the authenticity that you present via a live stream that will garner so much credibility and respect for your community, for the people who are listening. They are coming to listen to you. They know that you are not perfect because they're not perfect. They are looking for you as a thought leader, as somebody that is going to be genuine. And the more genuine you are on your live stream, the more human you are on your live stream, the better your live streams will be. The thought that you actually have to present something in such a super professional way when you're live streaming is a myth. Here's the only way that I would say that if you are doing a live stream where the where the the presentation needs to be amazing. Like, so if you are doing a, a speech or you're, you're doing a presentation, you know, in a professional setting. So I have done webinars. I have done sort of like Ted talks type, type of deals. And so when it comes time for things like that, and those are live, that's a different level of, of live streaming. Yes, I actually do present probably differently than I do in those settings than I do um, on a regular live stream because when I'm with a, I'm doing a regular live stream, I'm just with my community and I'm just connecting with them and they're connecting with me and we're vibing back and forth. But if I am being g given a paid um, presentation via live, that's a whole different ball game. Now you have, you have to step up your game accordingly. So myth number three, live streaming requires professional presentations myth has been busted let's move on to the last one myth number four all righty myth number four it's I, I guess it's a myth and um i'll talk about it a little bit here in a second too 
Myth number four is no one will watch my stream. So here's the thing about myth number four. Initially, initially, this myth is is true. And what I mean by that is that when you are starting out, very similar to when you start a podcast, you have very minimal, if any, people listening to your podcast or watching your live stream. And here's the thing. Dead streams, dead dead pet podcasts are a reality, but one that can be easily avoided. The main issue with this myth is, is lack of awareness, right? So one of the things we always say with Podcasters Live, right? The number one problem for podcasters is not getting started or live streamers. It's not getting started. The number one problem is discoverability. And that equals awareness of your content, equals awareness that you are going live, equals awareness that you actually do have a podcast and what your podcast is about. And this is exactly why consistency with whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's from a live streaming standpoint, needs to be there. It needs to be consistent. Your audience needs to know when they're going to be able to see you, when they're going to be able to hear you. And so when we start talking about myth number four, where no one will watch your stream, you have to think about the discoverability factor and talking about your content. Here's the one issue that I know you are probably thinking about. Steve, I don't like to talk about myself. Steve, I just want to put the content out there. Steve, I, I you know, I, I don't like marketing. Steve, I don't want... Um, it's just it's just too much work. I don't feel like being on Instagram. I don't want to be on Twitter. I don't want to do all these different posts that I have to do. I hear you. I hear you loud and clear, 100%. And here's the thing. I thought the same way, and I still think the same way. But part of the process of growing, you know, your live stream or your podcast is for people to know that you actually have one. And the only way to do that is to talk about it. I, 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 there is no other way that people are going to know that you have something of value unless you talk about it. So you have to get over yourself. You have to get over this idea that, oh my gosh, I, I don't, I, I don't want to do that. You know what? Because, well, if that's the case, if that's what you want to do, no one will continue to listen or view your live stream or your podcast. And I, you have to be okay with that. So myth number four, you have everything in your hands, right? You have the authority. You have the keys to the kingdom to figure out how you are going to allow people to hear and know more about your podcast. So this one, this episode is not for me to give you marketing tips and things like that. I am strictly talking about um, busting these myths around live streaming. We can talk about you know, how to market and how to do those things on other episodes. But I do want you to understand that no one will watch your live stream if they don't know about it, right? You are, we get so caught up in this idea that if we build it, people will come. No, it's not going to happen. There's too much clutter. There's too much um, noise out there uh, in the marketplace, right? And you have to have a concept or an idea that is going to cut through that uh, that noise. And here's the other thing that will cut through the noise is consistency. Because just because you think the market may be saturated or people are actually creating very similar content, 
that you're creating, guess what? They are inconsistent, right? They they don't produce live streams or our, our podcast episodes on a regular, consistent basis. But if you do, that consistency, as I always say, consistency will build your community. So you have to make sure that you have whatever it is that you're doing, you have to be consistent in the deliverable that you want to have for your audience. If you don't do that, guess what? No one, no one will listen to your stream or your podcast. And myth number four won't be a myth. It'll be a reality for you, but we don't want that to happen. So make sure you understand that discoverability is going to be the number one challenge for you. And we are here to help at Podcasters Live. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed understanding a little bit more about these four myths, right? Myth number one, running a live stream is expensive. Myth number two, you need a professional tech specialist to run your live stream. Myth number three, live streaming requires professional presentation skills. And then number four, no one will watch my stream. Here is the icing on the cake, if you will. All of these myths can become a reality if you allow them to. If you cannot get past your own um, self-imposed limitations. Here's why I say self-imposed. Because the people out there, if you are not doing something, how do they know uh, if your content is good or not in order for them to say, I don't want to watch it? Right? If you have never put anything out there in the ethos, then there is no representation of your content for anybody to draw conclusions upon. So you have created a self-limiting belief that people are going to not like your content when they haven't even heard it to begin with. So all of these myths can become a reality if we allow them to. You can't do that. At Podcasters Live, our goal is to help podcasters who want to do live streaming and for live streamers who want to do podcasting. Our goal is to help you cut through the cut through the noise so that you can have clarity about your message so that way you can draw the audience that you always wanted to and you can take your concept to reality with Podcasters Live. Connect with us at podcasterslive.com, uh, set up a strategy session, and we would love to help learn more. Actually, we would love to learn more about what you do what your ideas are and what your goals are and how we can help you take your concept to reality. Have a great day and God bless.